Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Michael Russin. Happy Saturday. Guess where I'm going? Yup, the gym. We go gym. I think uh, being able to relate to and talk to different types of people is very important. Like, I can go to a gala with billionaires and billionaires and talk to people and relate and have conversation. And I can go to a dive, the grungiest dive bar attached to a strip club in West Virginia and make friends. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that to brag or boast. I'm saying it because it's an acquired skill that you can learn too. And I think the best way to learn it is to get into sales. The best way to... My... You know, if I have a son, he's going to do door-to-door sales for a couple of years. You know, um, and he'll have it easier than me. I'm not going to have him sleep in his car and all that like I did. But he's going to do some sales. And I I don't think it would be a bad idea for my daughters to do sales too. Um, But I don't want them going door-to-door. But I think I want to get my daughters involved. You know, like selling makeup or something like that. One of those pyramid schemes. Totally. I'm I'm all there. You know what I mean? Like, there's no... People that use the word scam are never going to be successful. I give me give me a oh Mary Kay, it's a pyramid scheme. Cool. I'll go to Mary Kay and hit double diamond and get a pink Escalade in three months. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is, is it a scam? You know what I'm saying? Like, give me a business out there. Oh, yo, dude, my Amway, it's a scam. I remember Advocare, my cousin. You know what sucks? is my cousin Josh made a lot of money doing Advocare, which is like fitness supplements. And they completely changed the business model because they got sued. And it's like, if, if it's a scam, how does my cousin, who was a party animal in college, dad wasn't really ever around, um, him and I are very similar. I mean, not with the dad thing, but we were both party animals. Um, Dad was never really around. Grew up in the middle of nowhere, Gerard, Pennsylvania, and makes hundreds of thousands of dollars with the company. Did it just did did he, did the scam just go to somebody else? You know what I mean? It's it's just so stupid. You hear people all the time scam. It's a scam. That's just a lower middle class word. That's a poverty level word. If you use the word scam, if that's a part of your vernacular, I'm encouraging you to get rid of that language. But you got to be able to talk to different types of people because you never know who you're going to meet. You never know, like, I, I had two, so yesterday, so I stopped by a bar on my way home from getting meat to get a beer, and I'm sitting there, and there's all these guys, blue collar boys, sitting next to me, and uh, I can't remember, oh, I was, I was telling the bartender how this girl, so ladies, <laughs> here we go. This girl yesterday, I'm driving down the road, and I'm doing, I think it was 53 and a 40. I'm doing 13 over the speed limit. And I'm about to go by the police station, so I slowed down a little bit. Right after the cop right after the cop shop, there's a school. So I slow down to like 45 and a 40. And uh, I hear beeping. And I look up, 
And there's this little blonde girl, these stupid-looking French tips, um, swerving back and forth behind me, getting up in my ass, backing off, getting up. So I, like, do the what's up face to her, and she starts just, like, flipping out in her car. So I brake-checked the hell out of her. Like, her, I thought her face was going to hit the steering wheel. And uh, so she starts motioning for me to pull over. And obviously, I ain't going to pull over and get out of the car and fight with some woman on the side of the road. You know what I mean? It's like I'm pretty sure as soon as she saw me hop out of the car, she'd get right back in. As most people do. Because um, normally I'll get out. I get out. I'm not telling you to do that. You should never do that, but I carry. So, some dude starts motioning to me to get pull over. I'm, I'm pulling over. But I'm not going to pull over for a woman. You know what I mean? So she starts motioning for me to pull over. And I just laughed at her in my rear view mirror and took off, right? You know, I again, the, the road rage thing, ladies. You know, what if that was just the final straw for me? What if I was just recently divorced? Wife took the kids, lost my job. Pissed off at the economy, pissed off at the world. You imagine 250 pounds of me furious and murderous jumping out of the car she's just lucky i am the person i am emotionally and spiritually could have ended so badly for her could have ended so badly people are unhinged now you got to be careful but anyways i was telling this story at the bar and these guys heard and uh you know they started talking to me and you know come to find out this guy did a lot of work in Kane. PA, which is the middle of nowhere, so we were both talking about all the bars we had been to in Kane. I spent a lot of time out there uh, selling life insurance, and uh, it was funny because you could tell at first. Um, and then one of the one of the younger guys was like, said something, made a comment about my truck, like, you know, like I had it easy or something like that. You know, I, I can't remember exactly what he said. He was pretty drunk. It's like three o'clock. He was pretty drunk. And uh, one of them made a comment about my truck kind of poking at me a little bit. And I just kept it real with him. I said, that truck right there is a representation of me working 100-hour weeks, sleeping in my car years ago. You know what I mean? Working 100% commission my entire life. Never had anything handed to me. So we got to talking to earn their respect. The guy, that kid ended up getting my number. Said he wanted to get a beer with me at some time and pick my brain and blah, 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 because he hates his job and all this stuff. But anyways... I think talking, first off, talk to people. That's the best way to get good at talking to people. You know what I'm saying? And some people are going to be unfriendly. And some people are going to not want to talk. I get in those moods sometimes where I just do not want to be bothered. You know, and I try to make that as clear as possible. But you always end up talking to somebody anyways. But I think the best way to get good at talking to people is to talk to people. It's a valuable skill because you never know who you're going to meet. You never gonna you never know who you're gonna meet. You never know how those connections will pan out later down the road. Networking is a very important skill. In a network, there doesn't have to be anything super special about you other than your ability to communi communicate with people. You know what I mean? That's it. That's all you need. All you need to do is talk. You don't need to be flashy, you don't need to have anything, you don't need to blah 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 blah. I feel like a good point, or a good part, though, or a, a, a strong thing to have is stories. A good thing to have in your repertoire is stories. You know, because if you could storytell, 
and you've lived an interesting life, people will want to naturally just be around you. You know what I mean? Like at first I could tell these guys didn't trust me and then I got into a few stories about having guns pulled on me out in the boonies, selling life insurance, all this stuff and all the bars we went to and the bars we were talking about West Virginia and the clubs we went to there and all this stuff with these, you know, this guy's, they're welders. You know what I mean? It's about as blue collar as it gets, man. And uh, I, I earned their respect, you know, and that's an important skill because, you, again, you just never know. You know, this guy's telling me he's got a hunting camp up north. He's like, I'll take you hunting this year. You know, and he, will we ever go hunting? Probably not. But if I wanted to, I'm sure I could hit him up and ask. You know what I mean? Um, you just never know who you're going to meet, bro. You just never know the connections you can make. And all you got to do is open your mouth a little bit. You don't have to be obnoxious. You know, but I think being able to uh, carry a conversation with a stranger is a very important skill. So I think number one is having stories, having interesting stories. So if you haven't lived a particularly interesting life, it's going to be difficult for you to do that. So you got to go out and live an interesting life. Take a trip, take risks, you know what I mean? And, but number two, the best way to communicate with people is to ask meaningful questions. To ask meaningful questions. So like instead of, hey, well, what do you do? Oh, I'm a welder. Oh, nice. It's where most people would end that conversation. I'm like, oh, you journeyman? Do you work two on, two off? You know, what's your, what was the last big job you did? What was your favorite job? And I got this guy to just get to yapping, bro. He's just yapping, 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 yapping. He, you could tell that he was appreciative to be able to, people, listen, people want to talk about themselves. It's that simple. Getting people to like you is as easy as getting them to open up about themselves. That's it. That's, dude, literally, that's all it is. If you want to increase your charisma, because most of you are probably a three or a four out of ten, if you want to go from a three out of four, three or four out of ten to like a seven or an eight overnight, get good at asking people questions about themselves and getting them to talk about themselves. If you can, it's always been a skill of mine. I learned from a very young age that you can get people to like you very, very quickly. Even, even if you disagree, even if you're fundamentally different from them, you can get people to like you simply by getting them to talk about themselves. It's incredible. You get people to talk about themselves and they will fall in love with you because people love to hear their name is like candy. You know what I mean? Being able to sit there and just unload on somebody and talk about your experience and all this stuff. It's people love to be able to do that. So part of being a great communicator is resisting that urge yourself. I mean, definitely talk about yourself when it's appropriate. Where I inject pieces of myself into conversations are points of relatability. I'm giving you guys so much game right now. I should be charging $1,000 a minute for this course because this could make you unlimited money. I inject myself in the conversation where there are points of relatability. Where, um, you know... He said, oh, I, I, oh, Kane PA. He brought up Kane PA out of nowhere. I'm like, dude, I'm like, 
I spent, did you ever go to this bar? Oh, yeah, yeah, why were you out there? Oh, I sold life insurance to a bunch of guys like you, and, you know, uh, we would pull into town, and everybody would hide their checkbooks because they knew the insurance guys were there, and they were going to tell them no, but they are going to buy something anyways, <laughs> you know? Um, so when you, if you can inject yourself in the conversation where there are points of relatability, you also increase the trust factor. Because when you start to talk to a stranger, they're sizing you up. You know what I mean? Is this honestly? It's 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 down in the lizard brain, and that person is initially trying to assess the threat level. And threat now is it like, oh, is this guy going to shoot me in the face and take my stuff? It's like, is this guy so different from me that there's going to be some kind of unforeseen conflict in the future? I think that's what runs in most people's brains subconsciously. They don't even realize they're thinking that way. That's why people get nervous around strangers. They get nervous because they're afraid they're going to do something. You know what I mean? So, um, what was I saying? Yeah, so just get very good at speaking with people and and that's as simple as asking questions. Meaningful questions. Like questions on top of questions. What do you do? I'm a welder. Oh, are you a journeyman? How long you been doing it for? Nice. What was your last job that you did? What was your favorite job? So you see how I took the what do you do and dug four or five layers deeper? That's a critical skill right there, is learning how to ask questions and get people to open up about themselves. Because if you did, the rich man and the poor man alike wants to talk about himself. Did you hear what I just told you? The rich man and the poor man both want to talk about themselves. So how do you relate to a rich man if you're not rich? And how do you relate to a poor man if you're not poor? Ask questions. That's all. That's all you got to do. See if you can give them an opportunity to teach you something. People like to be able to tell other people things that they know that the other person doesn't know how to do or anything about, right? Like, I got to start talking about different types of wealth. I don't remember any of it because I don't know what the hell he was even trying to tell me. But like, I'm not a welder. But he was very excited to talk to me about that, right? Does that make sense? So give them opportunities to to teach you something. You know, you'll get nuggets of wisdom from people, man. You'll get nuggets. I can't tell you how many times I've sat down at a bar across from an hour next to an older gentleman. And, you know, there's been times I've sat at bars and I've been sitting next to a guy and he doesn't look like much. And you get to asking questions before you know it. You basically find out you're sitting next to a multi-millionaire. And then you can actually start to learn things. You know what I mean? Can't tell you how many guys, construction business owners, all these guys, you know, you start talking about, like, their cars and stuff. You know what I mean? And it becomes very obvious this person's got a whole lot of money. You know, and then you can really start to learn from people. If anything, you can learn from people. Even if you never see that person again. The wisdom gained in conversation is something that you could put your little satchel and take with you. That satchel being your mind. There's wisdom everywhere. There's wisdom everywhere. And uh, most people just don't talk enough to find it, you know? Most people are too afraid of strangers. They're too afraid. You know, it's just so easy. Just ask people questions, get them to teach you something, get them to open up about themselves. You don't even have to say much. 
you don't have to say much at all. Like I said, find a couple points of relatability for that person in you and, and just let them yap, let them go. You're going to learn a lot. You're going to earn people's respect and trust, you know? So there's uh, and people will get a sense, you know what I mean? If you're a successful individual, people will get a sense of that. You know, and then they start asking you questions and then you get to be the one to teach. I love that. I love when a young guy starts asking me good questions. It happens to me a lot in the gym, um, but it's happened to me a lot other places, you know, or just a complete strangem, young, stra complete strangem, complete random stranger, young kid, and you, you just get to talking, and then before you know it, he's asking all these great questions, and you get an opportunity to just, just pour into somebody that you're never going to see again. It's just good karma, you know what I mean? And it feels good to be able to teach people. I really enjoy teaching people. That's why I enjoy talking to you guys so much. So my challenge for you guys this weekend, if you're listening to me on whenever you're listening to me over the next couple of days, go out. And I'm not saying that you got to drink or whatever, but I think, you know, if, if you do drink, go out to a bar anywhere by yourself and make it a point to strike up a conversation with a couple of strangers. You know, because it was funny. It was last night. There were people to the left of me that were in a group, people that were to the right of me in a group, and I'm in the middle. And what I was able to do, I play games like this in public with myself and, and test and, and push myself to do things socially because I'm naturally introverted. By the time I left, I had united both ends of the bar. <laughs> I was the conduit through which the, the conversation passed. You know what I mean? It was cool. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And then, you know, so I leave and now these two groups of people that weren't paying a lick of attention to each other before are now engaged and they're laughing. People are getting louder and louder and louder. And, you know, that's what happens when you have a couple of drinks. But, um, yeah, man, it just, it feels, it feels for all the vitriol I spew on here sometimes about my hatred for people. There are some good people out there, and everybody's got flaws, man, and every, I'm, you know, look at me, I'm all kinds of messed up, you know what I'm saying? I'm not perfect, um, but there are a lot of good people out there, you know? Um, there's a lot of real people. I really appreciate real people. Uh, dude, it was so funny, the, the welder, he was telling a story, he was, he was doing a Chris Rock bit, and it had the N-word in it. And uh, he said he said it, not the hard R, the ga at the end. You know what I mean? And some lady was walking out of the bathroom. Was like, you can't say that. And you know what he said? He said he looked her dead in the eyes and just said, "Shut up." <laughs> that was the end of that. <laughs> she tucked her tail between her legs and went back to her table, started meh with her friends. You know what I mean? Dude, it was so funny. He just looks her dead in the eyes and just goes, shut up. And boom. Imme Karen immediately eliminated. It was so damn funny. I almost forgot about that. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Get out of here, lady. The men are talking here. Yeah, You can't police our language in public. It's ridiculous. You know what I mean? You can't say that word. Who are you? You're white. Shut up. You know what I mean? <laughs> Who are you to sit here and tell me what I can and can't say? But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not telling you to go out there and say the N-word to people. That's not the point. But it was just, that was a funny side story to all of this. It's very, it was so funny. Yeah, it's like, you know, if it's in the bit, if it's in the song, it's going to get said. You know, I've talked about that before. Anyways, all right. 
So I'm going to let you guys go. Have a great day. Love you. Have a great weekend, and uh, we'll talk soon.